Welcome back, guys, to the Brick Butt Mindset Podcast. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in and subscribing each week. I truly appreciate it. So today I wanted to kick off this little something special, a little surprise, um, and kind of filter through some different guests. Um, and today I'm I'm honored to to bring on somebody who is a son, a brother, um, he's a father as well. Um, I'm bringing on my younger brother, Demetrius Dixon. What's going on, bro? What's going on, y'all? So y'all, y'all may be confused on who's talking because we sound very similar, um, but um, I'm honored, man, to have you on the podcast today. It should be a good episode. Um, I want to kind of do these to where we talk more about different topics that, you know, we we have great conversations and we often say, I wish that we would press and record. Well, now yeah. we have that opportunity, yeah. right, to kind of talk right. and, and press record and get some of these filtered out. Um, and today's episode topic stems from a conversation that we actually had um, a few weeks ago, not even that, maybe a week ago, we, we talked through a topic that we both, you know, hold near and dear to our heart. And the topic today was fault versus responsibility. And we got this from uh, Will Smith on his Instagram and he talked about it and we kind of adopted that same exact topic and same exact format um, into our conversation. So today we're going to kind of filter through and talk about fault versus responsibility. Um, we're going to have some different questions I'm going to prompt and ask, and then we're going to kind of filter through. So if you guys are listening, please, by all means, grab a notepad because it's going to be something special today. All right, Meech, so we, we talked about fault versus responsibility. Um, what do you think the biggest difference is between the two? Honestly, I think that's, I think that's what it is, is that people don't realize that they are not the same. Mm-hmm. separate you know what I mean like for me personally I think the biggest difference between the two is the best way I mean Will Smith said it the same is power yeah you know I mean to the end of the day it's like responsibility is where the power lies all mm. oh, it's more so just the blame so yeah. at that point is I think the biggest difference is where the power lies if you're trying to give that power to somebody else you're trying to take it yourself whatever it might be but I think that's probably the biggest uh one of the biggest differences you think that the power swing often portrays who's the victim versus who's the the person who is causing the fault you think that that's something that also often swings back and forth i think when i think about the power of the dynamic of fault versus responsibility i think that whoever is in that seat of causing the pain or causing the, the scar often thinks that they have the power, right? And I think it's ultimately the person that is being hurt or is scarred allows that person to hold that, wills that power, right? It's it's funny because when you look at the dynamic of a power swing, it's usually the person that that strikes first. It's not the person who strikes second. And um, ultimately, do you think it really matters who's at fault anyway? At the end no, of the day, does it really matter? I don't, yeah. I don't. Mainly because, like you said, that's the first that's the first strike. Now we, we, I mean, we have a sports background, so we know we know the importance of setting the tone. Yeah. But this isn't this isn't a this isn't an exhibition where it has a limit of sixty minutes. Yeah. So you can be the ball. The power could be in somebody else's hand. We're talking about a lifetime. You know what I mean? So there's no at that point. I do. I don't think. I don't. I don't think people. I don't think people think about that, especially myself. But it's they strike first. Okay, the fault is already out there, and if it continues to stay out there, then they don't have to return. They don't have to do anything. It's it's it's, it's on you, and yeah. you might not even realize it at that point. I, it's true because you know 
I think in every scenario, whether it's a movie, whether it's like a real life situation and when somebody is the victim, how easy is it for that person to portray um, their hurt and their pain publicly? Like how, how easy, you know, I'm not saying that everybody who's been ever been a victim has been public about it. But when you are a victim, it's almost like misery loves company, right? Like when you are in that role of being a victim, it's so easy to be like, all right, well, the fault isn't my fault which is true, but they often say, neither is it my responsibility because I didn't do this to myself. I didn't hurt myself. And that's kind of why we're talking about this now is because it's something that we see often with not only like friends, family, but we see it, you know, in a general sense of people. It's like, well, it's not my fault that I, that I got hurt or that my father was abusive. It's not my fault that, you know, I've never seeked help for my depression. Well, that's true. It is not your fault. But it's like, well, what's next? I think that's something that I think sometimes people think that I'm cold or rude about because I'm like, all right, well, that's the issue. What's next? You know, that's that, I'm always looking at it that from that perspective. Um, do you think that those who are scarred or hurt um, that fall into the victim, I guess, role are that are, you know, from a tra- traumatic experience? Do you think that those people are, I would say, weaker than those who are? On the other flip side, they're like, okay, well, I want to now change what happened to me. You think that they're weaker? Do you think that it's it's uneducated or, or un- unaware, I should say? Uh, I was going to say, I think it might just be a lack of understanding or a lack of, um, I guess, you, whenever you can't put a word on something, whenever you don't realize it, it's like realization. I think, I wouldn't say they're weaker. Um, at their current state, yeah. 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, because they are, they're not, they're not, they're not understanding what that state, they're not understanding what's happening, they're not, you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. they are, though. Sometimes people are willingly wallowing in depression and whatever else it might be, because it's easier sometimes. Mm. I was just about to say that, do you think it's easier to be weak? Or not be weak, but it's easy to be a victim? It's easier, but it's like, some people are like, suffering for suffering. Like, you think about victims, just in a core sense of the word, those people are not, uh, they're not happy. They're not, it's not like a good place to be. Yeah. Victims of something or whatever, like they're, they're, you're constantly at that point. So I don't think, I, I think it is easier to do, but I think it's more so because it's it's easier than the opposite, which would be going into action, going on the defense and doing yeah. that. Do you think that people who are, label themselves as a victim is a self-diagnosis or do you think that it's society? Do you think it's like, you know, that's what the narrative is. It's like, what, what's the loudest voice in the room saying in the situation? Am I a victim because of what happened and I should be a victim? Or is it like, Oh no, I, I feel like a victim. Like that happened to me. I'm definitely a victim. I think, I think it's twofold. I think 100% is societal. So there is a societal, um, I guess, undertone of victimization okay. um, so i do think that is for sure the case and i think it plays itself out in so many different ways politics family um work um uh it's cultural too like it affects people culture way yeah. out but i think it's for sure societal but i also do think the people that do self-diagnose are sometimes correct yeah you know? so i don't think they're just it's not that okay. I, I'm so diagnosed and even incorrect. I think you can still be correct in that, and that's that's actually the scary place to be. I think. So, yeah, give me a, give me an, an example. Of what you mean by like 
okay, you're correct in the sense that you are a victim in what happened. Like, you know, those who are listening are probably some people who may felt like they may have been a victim to something that may happen. It was a traumatic experience. Um, Give an example of what that would look like without going, you know, too realistic, but like give me something that you would say that, okay, that person is a victim um, in that scenario. All right. So let's say, let's say you work for a big corporation. Um, Let's say you just make a couple moves. You get ready. You buy a new house. You do everything you got. You're doing everything in order. Um, That company now does company wide layoffs. Mm -hmm. That's not your fault. Um, Your performance was awesome. Actually, you were, you were in the position to be a foreman or whatever it might be. You're moving up. You're doing everything accordingly. Um, Your company does wide layoffs. You're now laid off. You got your severance package, whatever it might be. Some people don't even get that. In that case, when you go home, you're sitting at home, you're with your family, by yourself, whatever it might be. When you're thinking about the situation, mulling it over, you're like, okay, did I do anything to deserve this? No. So, okay, this would technically be not my fault. Okay. And then it's like, okay, did it happen to me? Yes, 100%. It happened to other people too, but it happened to you. So at that point, you would technically be a victim. And if you wallow in that or if you come to that realization, it's like, yeah, I am a victim of this technically. And I think in that situation, situations like that, it could be that marriage, somebody on you, does whatever. It could be um, friends leave you. It could be um, anything, anything that, that does actually happen to you. And you are in the, um, I guess, in the lesser position. You can technically label yourself a victim, I feel. Yeah. Okay. So. That, I mean, that's a really great point. It's a great scenario and a great example. Um, now, as you're saying that, I'm thinking in my head, like, there's been situations where that's happened, right, to people. Where is the fine line or where's that that teeter-totter over the hill where now, you know, because we all can agree that when something traumatic happens or something unfortunate, I should say, happens to you, you do have that, that small period of mourning, right? Like, everybody is entitled to morning you're entitled to venting about it you're entitled to um allowing that to to that scar to bleed and 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 whatnot but where's the the teeter-totter of all right well now that i've mourned where do i start to do something about it you know where does the responsibility kick in during that time for most people and i think that during that time is when you find out i hate to say but like you find out who you really are you find out what kind of character you have um, I've seen it in multiple situations where I'm working with some of my clients, you know, that they unnecessarily like lost their job and whatnot, or like they can't afford programming or, or whatever the situation is. And, you know, it's not, there was not their fault at all, but it's responsibility to adhere to some type of continued, um, I guess, like health and wellness, right? Like it's, just because I'm not in the picture, just because you can't afford it doesn't mean that you give up yet. Um, right. Even the same thing, I, I, was a victim of losing my job for no reason, right? Like I lost my job out of nowhere and it was it was up to me to figure out what I was going to do, you know? And, you know, thank God that now we're having this conversation with my business because that's what was birthed from what I thought was, you know, me being a victim, you know, it ended up being a blessing. But I think that there's so many people that I've seen happen, the same exact thing happen, if not worse, mm-hmm. and they're still in that victim mentality or they're still in that victim mindset of, well, what am I supposed to do? You know. Right. So my question to you is, how do you answer that question? What am I supposed to do? Like internally, what where does responsibility kick in? I think honestly, I think where it kicks in is when you 
when you start realizing where the ownership lies. So like, like you just mentioned, you lost your job. At that point, okay, what's at stake? What's at stake, I believe, is happiness, mm-hmm. uh, finances, your success, um, many different things. Other situations could be family, it could be well-being, whatever it might be. It could be your health and wellness. Those things are at stake now that X, Y, and Z has happened already. Mm-hmm. But I think once once you come to the realization where what is being affected is is the things that you are in charge of, you're responsible for, that's when it's like, all right, we are either getting ready to kick this in high gear and start fighting back, figuring it out, going there, or you continue to go down the path of wallowing in it. Other things are being drawn down to it. You're being like, it's being affected in ways that are like not completely irreversible, but it's starting to get, it's starting to get bad. So I think right around the time you realize that, okay, now my happiness is at stake, my levels of anxiety are at stake, my other relationships with people are at stake, my future relationships that now that so-and-so just cheated on me, do this, this, and that. And now I'm possibly putting my future marriage at stake because I can't get over what so-and-so, you know, once you start yeah. realizing that, then it's time to, it's time to figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that that inner dialogue, right, comes into play for a lot of people. And I think that that's where you find people who have allowed that, you know, that traumatic incident or that, that victim mentality to kind of bleed into other areas of their lives. I mean, it's, and it's evident, right? Like, you know, I've been in a situation where I've let things kind of dwell over and, and run into another, another lane of my life. And it, you know, it's evident that those things are to start to lose speed and lose traction um, because of allowing that victim mentality or, or whatever the issue, issue is to kind of bleed into the next topic. Um, but again, that's your responsibility. I think that's something we're kind of stressing in this, this episode is that, Yes, fault is going to happen. There's things that are going to happen to you, um, but you're, it's your responsibility to do something about it. And that kind of goes into the next question is like, do you agree that it's like your life, whether you stay in pain or not, like that's your choice. Like happiness is your choice. You know, success, some subjectively success is your choice as well. Is that, is that something that you believe in? Yeah, 100%. Mainly because I think you take happiness. Happiness only takes... It's only as valuable valuable as the vessel that it's in. So it's only as strong as the vessel that it's in. If you place your happiness in in whatever it was that was taken from you, now the happiness is gone. Yeah. So once that happiness is gone, it's like, well, dang, I'm not happy. But then when you realize if you would have placed your happiness and your joy in things that are um, you know, that are I wouldn't say everlasting, because I mean that's not necessarily the case, but if you place them in things that are a lot more impenetrable than yeah. the job, whatever else it might be, or whatever. If you place it in your mindset, yeah. being optimistic, whatever else it might be, that's when I think it takes on the role of like, it's hard, it's way harder, way harder to take from you. So yeah. I think in, in that case, I mean, if you, if it, it, it is your responsibility to change it, but if once you realize, okay, this, I'm, what, what am I putting my happiness in? Way easier from that. For sure. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and, and for those of you listening, you're, you're kind of in that situation where you think that maybe, you know, this is something that has happened to you. You've been at fault or you not even you've been at fault, but fault has happened to you. And you, you've been a, a victim to something. We are by no means saying that accepting responsibility is not an admission of guilt, whether that was somebody who did something to you 
or somebody who, you know, wronged you or something happened that was bad to you by no means is responsibility or taking action to what happened or quote unquote cleaning up the mess doesn't make it your mess. You're just, you're, you're taking the high road. You're being, um, you're showing good character and those things are something that should not go unnoticed. Um, so if you're listening, by no means is it your fault for what happened, nor is it an admission of guilt to taking responsibility. Um, I kind of wanted to throw that out there, especially for, you know, people listening. I know that's easy to persuade when you listen to a conversation um, yeah. talking about fault and responsibility. That It's not your fault, nor is it your guilt when something like that happens. Um, but, you know, one of my last questions, man, is what has helped you in a certain, a similar situation where something traumatic has happened to you in your lifetime um, and you felt like you were at that crossroad where you you wore you you had a chance to mourn, um, but then you quickly switched to kicking on the application of responsibility, and you started working through some of the actions of what happened. Right, I would say I honestly have no problem speaking of it, but a few years ago when I got in an accident, mm-hmm. it pretty much when I came to the conclusion because in God's timing. Will Smith had started getting super social, like active on social media around that time. That's when he posted that. So I think in that case, whenever I realized, like what he was talking about, when I realized that, okay, now I'm wallowing. Um, I didn't even give myself time to heal about it. I didn't give myself time to bleed. I was more so like, my wife was seven months pregnant. Yeah. I, you know I mean, I was just in the shop, just bought a house, whatever else it might be. When I came to that conclusion, I would love to say it was like the day I listened to it. Yeah. That was like two <laughs> months later yeah. when I listened to somebody else talking about this situation and I was helping them through it and I realized like, they keep saying it's not their fault. And I'm like, yeah, but it's still your responsibility. When I looked around and realized the things I was losing, uh, things that were dropping by the wayside, um, my relationship, my happiness, my love, I was able to reciprocate whatever. When I realized that I was at stake and I realized how much it was being affected in that short amount of time, yeah. I was like, all right, this is the time to do it. And then, then that's when job changes, that's when a job change happened. And it was way out of my comfort zone, never did that stuff before, but yeah. I knew what I was willing to do to, to, to master it. And once I started doing that, my daughter was born, then it started, I started shifting and realizing like, no more, there's no more time to, for that to continue to affect me the way it is and have that power over me. It was like, all right, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, things are starting to get shifted, but I got to change gears and I got to be able to flow and change my direction and where I'm putting my energy and, you know, whatever else. And that was pretty much when it was, was a few months later when I realized what was being affected, what was, what I was losing and what I stood to gain, which was nothing but pain and continuous suffering. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's powerful. Um, and I didn't even know that, you know, like, you know, being your brother, I knew you you had dealt with some some issues around surrounding that traumatic event. You know, we all did, especially um, just watching from a distance. Um, but it's it's so important man, that you highlighted what you said, you know, from what I take from what you said, the abstract is you weighed the things that you loved against the things that were causing you pain. And it's clear and evident if you love anything or love anyone that they outweigh every hurt that you've ever had. And I think that that's something to be spoken about. And the one thing that you love the most should be yourself. And I think, you know, if you weigh that up against anything that's ever happened to you, it should always outweigh 
the, the traumatic incident. Not saying by all means am I a professional giving any advice. I'm just yeah. saying that I think that, you know, from a standpoint of priorities that you come first and that you should be able to, you know, put yourself in a situation where the best you should be firing on most cylinders, right? So I should be able to love those who love me unconditionally. I should be able to love from a, a place of happiness or a place from fulfillment, not saying you got to be a hundred percent, but I think that you took us a situation where you weren't at your best, but you right. wanted to be. So what caused you to pull yourself out of that sorrow was the ones that you love the most. And um, that's, that's amazing. It's powerful to hear, man. Um, before we conclude today's message, um, anything that you want to kind of put out there, man, for those listening um, who may be dealing with a similar situation that you just described yeah. in, you know, in any situation, as far as like giving them advice or, or helping them through any tough times where they felt like they are the victim and they're at the position where they, they want to, you know, do something about it. They want to take responsibility. The main thing is it's not easy. Like I'm not going to lie to you and say, I think bro, it took me two, three months to even realize it. And months after that, before I started putting stuff in line. So the biggest thing I would give any advice I would give to anybody that's worth anything is it's not easy, but you have to start that's the biggest thing. You have got to start at some point. You can't, you can't put them away. You can't do this. Man. Start really looking at, really looking at situations in your life. What do you find yourself still talking about that somebody did you wrong? What do you find yourself still talking about that? That was unfortunate. Uh, I got in that accident a little bit ago. I, you keep talking about it. Okay, then I need to probably look at that. And I should probably assess that and see, okay, was that my fault? No, it wasn't my fault. Okay, but what is it affecting? affecting my marriage, my relationship, my whatever, my job. All right, so is that my responsibility? Yes. All right, so let's let's change the ways it's affecting me. And let's, yeah. let's go from there. So that would be my biggest advice, man. It's not going to be easy, but you have got to start at some point. Start, start really looking at things you've been through and things that you're still carrying and see exactly where you should move from that. It needs to be addressed. If it doesn't, then let it go and then you know, take more responsibility of it. I love it, man. So it's what we do here, brick by brick, by brick man. You got to start somewhere. Um, no, nah, man, I, I, I appreciate you coming on the episode. I think that this one was packed with a lot of nuggets. Um, for those of you who are listening and taking notes, I hope that you guys were able to take something away from today's message. And we truly, you know, we, we appreciate it. And if you guys like today's episode and you appreciate it, please send up some feedback. We would love to continue to do stuff like this. Um, not only with my brother, but bringing out other guests to do the same exact you know, um, idea from a different topic, topic or mindset. Um, but I do appreciate you guys listening. Meech, of course, we'll connect again, man. And I appreciate you coming on the episode, the first of many. Um, but yeah, appreciate it, man. Of course.